Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller. And I'm Mouse Bane. And we are your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice show where we take your sticky sexy situations and turn them into sexy sticky situations. Simply put, we find some questions either online or from our lovely, wonderful listeners, and we answer them for you on the topics of sex and dating. Do you remember where you were when Elon Musk's big rocket blew up? Uh, was this Is this sex history or is this an actual rocket? <laughs> this is an actual rocket. It was his test launch today. I think it was SpaceX. I'm like 90% sure it was SpaceX. Another one blew up? Oh, yeah, it blew up real good. Like, it, they, they landed it, which, mm-hmm. let me tell you, I was watching a live stream of it, and they cut to a shot of, like, the... Because, like, I don't know what the rocket design is, but, it like, when it comes back to Earth, it falls horizontal. Mm-hmm. And then they activate the rockets, which, like, puts it back upright for landing. But they showed a shot of it, and I swear to God, it looked like... It looks very fake, right? It looks so fake. It was like... It looks like Thunderbirds, like where they have the rope, like the wire on it, and they're just like, whoop, 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 but in reverse. It looked like like CGI that hadn't been color corrected for the, like the shot they, or like the plate that they were shooting it on. So Mm. I was just like, did they just cut to like a CGI shot of this? Is this all CGI? Is any of this real? Because like... It's a weird time to like to question it because did you know like, coronavirus is CGI? The 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 technology we have, it would be very easy to do this. It's not a complicated thing to do. Five G, five G indeed. You just watch five G. But yeah, they they did. If it was real, they did successfully land it. And then like as they were talking about what a great job they did, it just blew up. Oh no! And I don't know if it was intended. Like I don't know if it was like a controlled destruction, being like, hey, this thing's we can't use it anymore, and the likelihood of it exploding somewhere else is too great so we're just going to blow it up here but it was it was just funny because all the streams i was watching people were like this is incredible this is history in the making oh no <laughs> well that's yeah no i didn't see that at all i didn't even hear that but on the topic of sex science i feel like a lot of people right you know we've been in for a year now almost a lot of people are dealing with headaches, acne and insanity and i feel like we should go back to the history books and, and find a cure that we can I'll get behind and, you know, easily use. I'm excited for this because I do have a, a, a slight headache today. Okay, butt plugs. That's what they were uh, initially invented for. Uh, self-retaining rectal dilators may be used by any intelligent person, as the original uh, ad copy states. And you can just fix all those things. Okay, here's the thing. This was made up by a gay dude who was giving other gay men the subtle nod of being like, hey, you're you're smart. Gay people aren't bad. Shove this up your butt and you'll like everyone will be okay with it. I'm pretty sure it's made by real doctors, Dan, like everything is. A gay people can be doctors, Nile. It's true. <laughs> I just but, think this I mean, guy was probably like, look, we need sex toys for our butts. And we live in a time where pretty much anything's secure for insanity. You see, what I'm saying is obviously it it works, so the fact that you're saying it's this thing is, I think, quite reductive because we all know insanity, headaches, and acne have been cured by this. So why would they do this for that reason when there's also them curing these three very important things? That's what it's I'm true. saying. It's so true. like, yeah, maybe that was an added benefit, but obviously when it works so well, like I haven't I'm, had a headache in, in months since I put mine in. I remember when I went to the doctor as a teenager and I was just like, hey, is there anything that I can do about the pimples? And he's like, yes, insert this into your asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have a terrible doctor. <laughs> I actually saw that. Where, where did you see that? I, I saw I that fu- also it's, online. It's on I fucking love science right now. It probably okay. went, got shared around, you know? Yeah. Packaging noted they should not be used by anyone under the age of eight without doctor supervision. So there you go. That's a... Uh... Man, imagine, like, especially... Again, I'm assuming this is, like, maybe 1800s, early 1900s. Do we have a timeline on this? Because like at that point in time, 18th every- century, it's sometime. Oh, it ended sometime after 1800. So 1700s. Okay. So, right. At, at that point in time, pretty much everything was chalked up to insanity. Oh, yeah. And pretty much everything cured it. Yeah. So it's like, it's pretty cool that like these people were just, just aching for a reason to shove something up their ass. Yeah. I'd love to know what other things like historically we've tried. Like, you know, back at the Stone Age where they're like, oh, shit, cut his arm off. Maybe. If we put the severed arm up his ass, it'll reattach from the inside. Are you ready for a question? Yeah, yeah, I could could do something. All right. I think we'll start here. Speaking about 
dangerous shoving things in places. This is My Boyfriend Wants to Do Dangerous Stuff in the Bedroom by Thrare BFBE. Dangerous stuff. <laughs> what do you think the dangerous stuff is? Ah, at this point in time, knowing the internet, knowing Reddit, I don't know, man. It could be it could be something as like normal as like anal sex or doggy style or something as wild as like chainsaws. So I guess we'll find out. Okay. We just started dating officially two months ago. And he told me this is the phase of the relationship where sex starts to get boring for him and kinks should be introduced. He wants to do stuff with handcuffs, guns, and other scary looking objects. I don't mind a little hair pulling and maybe light choking. I told him my concerns that it's dangerous, especially the gun thing could go so wrong. And he said it's never happened with him and it wouldn't happen and nothing could go wrong. This is my first relationship and he was my first also. I know kinks are normal for some people and they do this all the time. Do I go along with it or is it really dangerous? He also made it clear that sex isn't enough for him and he needs this to keep going and I don't want to lose him. Woof. And it is a real gun. I mean, is it bad that I, I just assumed it was? Yeah, I was hoping like if it's a rubber gun. Sure, that's fine. I guess a little role play, a little a little fakery. That's OK. A real gun is is just emphatically not OK at all. Yeah, I have a ton of like, you know, prop guns and stuff that are just plastic and stuff. It's like they're completely harmless. They don't even have triggers. But if you have a real gun, I mean, like there's ways to safely handle real guns. You know? And none of those include ever pointing them at a human being. Yeah, like this, literally ever. That's that's like gun safety number one. It doesn't matter if you've emptied the gun. It doesn't matter if you've just emptied the gun personally. You never pointed at another human being. That is like the first thing they ever teach you is like if you're going to point a gun at someone, you the only time you should be doing that is if you intend to use it. That's the only reason to ever do it. The amount of times people have, you know, left a, a, a round in the chamber even if they've taken out the clip, etc. It happens all the fucking time. And the risk of that happening just to get your rocks off? No. Especially with someone who's like, who's so adamant about being like, it's not enough for me. I will leave if you don't do this. It's like, you don't know the extent of his kink. The uh, A part of his kink could be because there's like a live round still in the chamber. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't know. And you've known this guy for two months. So yeah. there... I don't know if it goes that extreme. I would like to believe that it doesn't, but there's a, a good chance that it could be. You know what I mean? Like it could be part of his kink is knowing that like all he has to do is pull a trigger. But also like two months and sex is boring. Like yeah. we've talked about how sex kind of loses its, you know, its sharp appeal eventually. You know what I mean? It, it happens, you know, I wouldn't even say ever been boring for me, but like two months yeah, that's... this is not the phase where sex gets boring. That's the fucking like honeymoon phase. That's when I'm... even if you're into other shit, like even just seeing your partner is like, whoa, if, if your honeymoon phase is four weeks, eight weeks, what? And, and that's not to kink shame anyone. If you want to introduce kinks into your relationship two months in, you know what I mean? Fuck it. Great. Cool. Mm -hmm. But to say that like sex is no longer enough for you and then to be like, if you aren't willing to adopt my kinks you know no questions asked no compromise on the table i'm leaving yeah that's not how anyone who expresses their kink healthily acts gun involved or not if someone's like i need to choke you or i'm out that's that's shitty you know what i mean like if for some reason that's their kink and you know they can't have sex without it you can go about it a better fucking way than that you know this is the thing if you are that dependent on a certain level of kink or a certain you know act for your sexual pleasure that's not something you bring up after like that's something you should kind of get out of the way immediately or mm -hmm. you know within the first little bit of it, it, starting a sexual relationship with someone is sort of like me like hey just you know i i've enjoyed the sex you have but like for me a, a pretty fundamental part of my sexual experience is this put it on the table for them to either pick up or you know talk about or whatever but to be like i'm gonna leave if you don't do this even when someone's like, hey, this is a bit much for me. Yeah, especially like it's definitely something you need to talk about before you start like officially dating. Yeah, um, this person sounds like super bad news and not just because you're probably going to get shot. Yeah. And like if this is his entry level. Yeah. 
like where do you go from there like if you're bringing in again even if it's a, a gun that's had its trigger and firing pin removed and you know doesn't have a slide or blah 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 all these precautions to make it safe if he still wants to bring in a real gun as like you know dipping your foot into the pool what where do you go from there like the the incline into the deep end is pretty steep in my opinion yeah but honestly like i know this advice is going to sound weird given the topic you have to stick to your guns and if you're uncomfortable you know state that be be clear like consent is is paramount in these situations so like don't give it if you're not comfortable if he leaves that's fine you're going to be so much better off that's the thing. It's like, we don't have a whole lot of information on this dude. So like, I think it's, like you said, it's super important to be like, hey, I'm not comfortable with a gun, real or otherwise, or whatever your stance is. If you don't mind a, a rubber gun, great, cool. You can get those at like any martial arts stores, self-defense stores, mm-hmm. any of those places sell them and they're fairly inexpensive. But if you're like, hey, this this part of your kink does not make me feel comfortable, I wouldn't enjoy it and I don't want to participate in it. Could we try X, Y, and Z? It's like, if you're cool with handcuffs, do handcuffs. If you if you, if he needs like an, an air of danger, it's like, try some role play. You know what I mean? Try like a burglar cop something role play in which he has the control. And But like, it does sound like he's probably going to lean into like rape fantasies. You know what I mean? Like, if, like why else would you ever need a gun? Otherwise to force someone to do something. Regardless of what it is, it's like, if you're not comfortable with it, do not, like this is not the time to meet someone in the middle. You know what I mean? This is not the time to consent because you don't want to lose them. This isn't the time to, well... I can get over it. You know, you, you need to stand your ground and you need to be very clear about what you're comfortable with and what you aren't. And if they can't deal with that, then you're doing both of you a favor by ending things. Yeah. And if like you did say that you are inexperienced, that he was your first and, and this is your first sort of sexual relationship, that's fine too. Um, there are tons of communities online like Reddit dedicated to kink and safe kink and safe BDSM. All of these resources are available to you. So there's no harm in looking it up and like, I'm sure there are a template somewhere about talking to your partner about kinks uh, and establishing safe practices for these things. So educate yourself so that you're not going in with sort of the naivety of, you know, he knows more than you because it would be very easy for someone who is to manipulate you into thinking that this is normal or what he's doing is okay. Or Mm -hmm. what you're asking is unreasonable. If you can go in with a little bit more knowledge even though you lack the experience, you can still be backed up by knowledge. Yeah, there's a lot of, I feel like kink communities in general are always super positive and very helpful for insiders. Like on Twitter, there's a bunch of people. Um, actually, we've mentioned Lady Pym before on, uh, I think it was on a tweet chat thing we were in, but yeah. uh, she has a the Bedpost podcast. Um, so she is an active, like, uh, dom and has kink stuff on her twitter all the time so i would recommend going over there i know she has a bunch of people in the community that post and there was a really good post about consent going around a while ago and stuff like that um so people are usually really open and inviting and positive so you know do your research dane dane speaks the truth there it's like if you can come at this from like a place of strength and knowledge then it'll be less likely that you're going to be you know misled or mistreated but stick to your guns and by that i mean no guns Yes. Uh, so good luck. I hope you're safe. Uh, if this doesn't work out, don't feel bad. Don't feel like you've done something wrong. You, your self-worth is more important than appeasing other people's sexual fantasies and desires. You make the right choice if this ends by being honest and truthful to yourself. Yeah. If somebody leaves because you're looking out for yourself in like, you know, a healthy way, uh, it's not a loss whatsoever. And don't let that discourage you from doing it again in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, this comes from Reddit Darth Lama. What is the proper paying etiquette when your girlfriend's parents take you out for dinner? I have met with my girlfriend's parents once before, and we went out to eat. I covered the tip when the bill arrived because I have a weird thing about not letting people buy me food because I was taught growing up that it was rude. I'm seeing them for the second time next week, and we're going to Golden Corral for dinner on the first night. I realize that people generally don't tip at buffets. Do I let the parents pay for me, or do I try to pay for myself, or do I try to pay for me and my girlfriend? Any help would be awesome, and I do realize that I'm overthinking this. Uh, Yeah, you know what? I always find it awkward when you go out, like, because you don't want to 
seem like a freeloader, but like, I feel like I, I've always offered and I've never really had the parents take you up on it. You know what I mean? And I think it's because like often it's them, you know, initiating the invite out. Like, whereas if you were like, hey, let's take you out, maybe you'd be able to handle the bill. I don't know. Anytime I've offered, um, they've usually, you know, just flat out refused or ran to get the credit card machine. Yeah. Um, but there are simple things you can do if you feel so badly. And I think a lot for a lot, it's like offering is nice and it's good to even just to hear that as the person buying the dinner. And that's kind of all they need or want. Um, if you do feel uncomfortable, there are a few things you can do. I think uh, you could recommend like, depending on I've never been to golden corral. don't know what the fuck they do there. But if you guys all eat, you could be like, Hey, how about I get dessert? There's a place down the road. And like, you know, again, I don't know what's going on with Corona in whatever country this is from, but like, if you can get ice cream or a fucking cake or something down the road, like you covering the dessert kind of extends the night. It's nice. And it's you kind of like contributing or just bring a bottle of wine and like give it to them, I guess, when you pick them up or they pick you up. Whenever like Amanda and I go out for dinner with uh, usually her, her dad and her stepmom, we will usually go out like to a bar or something afterwards. Like we usually meet for an occasion, like either to go to see a show or a musical or, or go to listen to some music. Cause her dad's really into jazz. Um, mm-hmm. I will always try to like, if they will let me pay for dinner, I will always cover the, the, the drinks at the bar that we go to, or at least mm-hmm. try to, again, sometimes her dad can be stubborn and, and sneaky or, or the stepmom even, uh, she's awesome too. And like, they're amazing. And I, and I love them dearly. Both of them and his parents are, are great um, about that kind of stuff. And like, we, I will sometimes have to like really fight, especially if they've like, if I've been staying over a lot, you know what I mean? Like there have been times where I've gone to stay at like one of their places and they have like, you know, bought us food and like bought groceries for us and stuff. And it's like, I'd always try to be like, Hey, can I take you guys out for dinner, please? Mm. <laughs> I remember the first time I, we went out for dinner with, her dad i like snuck off and paid and i do not think he was very happy with me when i did that (laughs) (laughs) that, that's another thing it's like sometimes if you press too hard or if you get sneaky like it it can be weird like i don't know it all depends on the person and the situation i guess but like it is tough i think if you want to pay for dinner i think you have a strong you have a better chance the second time you do it because you can say you got dinner last time. Please let me take care of it this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, I think that is the, the stance you got to take on this um, because when it shows that it wasn't like a first time, it was, it wasn't like a one-time thing when you offered to pay the first time. And it shows that like, you're like, you, you actually want to do this. You know what I mean? And that you want the, like, you don't want to be a freeloader, even though I don't think any parent would ever think that, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of a weird power move to be like, Hey, come like we're inviting you out for dinner. And then be like, Oh, you're not going to pay for it. Fucking loser. Yeah. It'd be one thing if like you sat down and like ordered the most expensive thing and ordered like, you know, $120 bottle of wine. Be like, Oh, thanks. Thanks guys. (laughs) Yeah. Peace. But yeah, just it's parents love to take their Like anytime I try to offer to pay for dinner, uh, with my parents they, like no it's just not gonna happen like my mom will literally solid snake metal gear solid sneak away and pay without anyone noticing mm-hmm. if she she even like gets a hint that i want to pay for the bill she's the very time, stealthy she's surprisingly stealthy the only time <laughs> i ever get to pay for dinner is their anniversary or birthdays and stuff like that so yeah like i wouldn't worry too much about it and i do think like you know, getting dessert or bringing a bottle of wine or even just like some flowers for the mom or something. I, I feel like that is enough. And if not, you can always be like, look, you've done this. Either let me get it this time or be like, look, we've got a place near ours. Uh, you guys should come and we'll treat you sometime. You know? Yeah, that's a, Yeah. Extending an offer for the next time being like, hey, uh, you know, next time we meet up, let, let's go to a place that we like. And it's my treat. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a great option. Yeah, I think it's always a little different if you're the one instigating the meetup, you know what I mean? And then I think they'll also feel a bit differently about being treated. And it could be a nice bonding place if you take them to a place that you and your partner like. So yeah, that can be a nice, a nice now, way to do it. I did want to throw in here that you should absolutely 100% tip your buffet server. Just yes, because it- you're going up and getting your plates and like serving yourself, quote unquote, they're still taking care of you. And every time you get up, 
and you come back and your plates are gone and your waters are magically filled, it's like that's them still doing their job. So tip your mm-hmm. buffet servers. Yes. And if you're at a wedding and it's an open bar, tip your bartenders. Just tip people. T- yeah, tip any anyone who's providing you a service, tip. Especially right. in like in this mess of a time we're in. In these precedented times. <laughs> it's got to be precedented by now, right? Like how unprecedented can they be after a year? Yeah. In these common times. In these stupid expected times. Are you ready? Yep. I, 23-year-old male, have a problem with my girlfriend, 22-year-old female's private hygiene, or personal hygiene. Private hygiene sounds fun, though. Uh, And this is by Weird Stuff 58. Private hygiene. They're washing you. (laughs) It's a little hollow notes for you. Okay. Okay. Uh, so my girlfriend has a problem with hygiene. She can go a bit long without showering to where BO builds up pretty bad. Whenever I try to mention, she gets really upset and constantly cites this one rule. If it can't be fixed in 20 seconds, don't say it. But like, does that mean I just can't mention it? Also, she never blows her nose. She just takes the nearest blanket or cloth object around her and blows her nose. I personally find it gross, but again, she gets upset if I mention it. How do I bring these issues up without causing too much upset whoa that's like a hard fucking right turn there's a big difference between like oh yeah my girlfriend sometimes gets bo because she doesn't shower a whole lot to blowing your nose on whatever is the closest thing near you do you want to do you want to hear a story about one of the worst flights i ever took uh probably not but sure so i get on the plane and i'm sitting beside this woman and i don't really pay her much mind i close my eyes and i'm listening to a podcast until i detect that she has taken her shoes off. How could I detect this? Because I could smell it mm-hmm. uh, quite quite powerfully. Uh, so that was already unpleasant. She then kept yelling at her husband, who cleverly had sat four rows back. I feel <laughs> like he knew, um, but she didn't want to let that distance stop her and just kept being like, Mark, Mark, and like just yelling things at him. And he just seemed to ignore her the whole time. He was pretty happy back there. What a legend. Uh, Whenever she blew her nose, she would just reach down to her T-shirt and blow it in her own T-shirt. That happened like five times. This is why we're in a pandemic. Yeah, 100%. I'm surprised (laughs) I didn't get the bubonic plague just being beside that. Because, like, it was the perfect whammy. Not only was she spewing bodily fluids, but, like, I was so stressed that my immune system must have taken a dive. I was not a happy boy for that flight. So maybe it's this person's daughter. Who knows? Could be. The 22nd rule is fucking wild like that's imagine living your life being like everything is fine unless i can fix it in 20 seconds yeah that that's the worst part about this even though the nose thing is pretty fucking terrible it's like well well, here's the thing how long does it take you to get a kleenex it's definitely (laughs) under 20 seconds so it could it could immediately be fixed it literally takes no time and effort to reach over and grab a tissue but she didn't buy any so that she'd have to go to the shop and buy them. I guess. That's way more than 20 seconds, you fucking idiot. Like, imagine going through life where it's like, I can fix the tiniest shit. Like, stuff that's so so irrelevant that, fuck it, you know? They probably don't even need to be fixed. And that's it. Anything else? Like, the big shit? The stuff that arguably would need to be fixed? God, no. How hey, dare you suggest that? Did she go to school? Because guess what? Like learning takes longer than 20 seconds imagine getting a test and being like mm, i can't learn this in 20 seconds oh, <laughs> fuck. well Man, sorry sorry what's the what's the point of this excuse me ma'am miss miss yeah i have a question is it about the math no no it's what's the point of this it's gonna take t- longer than 20 seconds for you to explain this to me so why why bother darla you failed math oh no you're gonna have to retake the course could i retake the year in 20 seconds no well i'm not doing it miss yeah, well, sorry, miss. I'm not going to do it. Like, <laughs> that is the worst. It doesn't make any sense. It's terrible. And this person is a garbage human for saying it. Because um, let's be fair to, to the poster here. It's pretty hard to bring up to someone that they smell. Yeah. That's a tough thing to do. And we, we say, you know, we try to promote fucking communication. And this guy's doing it. He's out there in the trenches doing the communicating. And he gets this garbage? The That's, thing is, no. it's like... It, it, it's so important to talk to your partner about things. And very rarely are the things that you're talking to your partner quick, easy fixes. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, 
is he just never supposed to bring like is he just supposed to live in misery like uh let's take out the the body odor the blowing the nose like maybe she i don't know says disparaging remarks about him or you know insults maybe he's an artist and she's always saying you know oh it's not that good and he's like hey can i can we just talk about this like i don't want i don't want you to say that anymore it hurts my feelings and she's like well can't like can't fix it in 20 seconds so it's like the whole point of talking to your partner about problems that you have within the relationship is that you work on them together. Mm-hmm. You don't just like cross your arms and be like, well, it's not an immediate fix. Like, what can I do about it? It's yeah, like pretty much nothing in the world can be fixed in 20 seconds. No, I, like it blows my mind that this is a, a sane person's response to anything. Because like, no, it, you're right. Can you have a shower in 20 seconds? No, but you can say, I'm sorry, you know, I will... I will try to be a bit more aware of my personal hygiene from now on. Have you heard of the 20-second rule before? No. So apparently, and it kind of like jogged my memory when I read it. Someone mentioned the comments where it's apparently like an appearance thing. So like, let's say you're going in for a meeting and like, you know, just before they leave the door, they're like, how do I look? And you can be like, oh, your fly's undone. You know, 20 seconds. Cool. Um, Oh, like your hair's out of place here. Let me... As opposed to like, you know, oh, you have a big stain there. If they can't change it, there's no point mentioning it because it's just going to destroy someone's confidence. That's not the situation, you fool, whoever this person is. So I think maybe she heard that and was like, damn, that's great advice. (laughs) It just applies it to everything now. Yeah. Like, unless you decided to bring this up, like, as you guys were walking out the door. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you already had, right? Um, But if like, if, you know, you're sitting at home and you just kind of be like you you broached it while you guys weren't doing anything that's a different story but like if you're walking out the door you'd be like oh baby you you know you stink a little it's like well there's nothing i can do about it now one if you're in a relationship don't do this don't blow people off like that when they're trying to communicate with you that's a terrible way and and i would say an impossible way to go through life in general just get a tissue don't just blow it on a blanket that's there's no excuse for that like it, no trying to if you tell your partner like hey stop blowing your nose on our bed sheets or our towels <laughs> stop that like that yeah. should uh, i know we're talking about like don't set hard ultimatums and stuff but like that would be a <laughs> deal breaker for me if i you know i would prefer someone wipe their sex juices like that one guy off like that oh yeah you know cool. what? i could deal with sex juices way more um because like it's kind of more of a a happenstance thing you know what i mean because one you're probably gonna get some on there anyway that's the thing they're, if someone they're was a part of the equation like, yeah if they were like hold on and like bunching up the sheets and just really wiping themselves clean wouldn't be a fan of that but i would be more of a fan of that than this can you imagine how crusty your sheets would be oh it's no like they, I, you'd probably like move at night and like get scraped i hate it it's so fucking gross um so yeah, you need to to tell her that that rule doesn't exist in this life anymore. And if she's upset and breaks up with you, then she's someone else's smelly, grotty problem. <laughs> oh boy, I hate it. Uh, this comes from background two, three, two, four, nine. I feel like I'm a bad person. Five months ago, I met a girl on Discord and we kind of really clicked. We would speak for hours on Discord. Sometimes the call would reach eight hours. We would watch movies together, but suddenly she starts pulling away for some reason, and that made me anxious and clingy. The whole thing ended up with her blocking me, and I still don't know why I got blocked. That is making me feel as if I'm a bad person, because in my mind, only creeps get blocked. I never tried to talk anything sexual with her. I was really just into spending time with her. But the fact that I got blocked makes me think that I was annoying to agree that she had to block me. I feel so bad about myself. Hmm. No more context? That's it. The clingy bit is is throwing me some red flags. Yes. Because we have no description of what clingy means. And it's like, I hate to break it to you. Clingy usually isn't cool, sexy, fun. It, it often takes form of creep. Um, you know, and if you're clingy and creepy to the point where they block you, then yeah. However, considering you met this person on Discord, I'm also imagining you don't know that much about them. You know, like I feel like online, like that's why people get catfished online all the time is because it's a medium through which like you either don't or don't have to kind of like unveil a lot of stuff about you. You might not know what they look like. You might not know the real name or where they live or whatever. Could well be they have a partner who found out about the Discord shit and blocked you. Um, 
it could be anything. It also depends on like what you get. Like it, she could have had a partner, which was uh, totally on board. If you guys were just hanging out and like, you know, not talking about anything sexual or not being flirty or not being romantic. Like mm-hmm. if you, it, you know what I mean? And if you, or she got the vibe that like, maybe you were getting a little too attached and mm-hmm. kind of was stepping it off a bit. And then you double downed on the effort to remain in contact. Uh, yeah. It's like, you might not have been creepy, but she might've been like, Hey, this is crossing boundaries that I have no interest in. And you know, you didn't take any of the hints she was giving. Mm-hmm. And like, might have just decided, you know, it's easier to explore, like, block you and not have to deal with you than explain, like, hey, like, you're being too much. Because it's also not really her job to do that. Yeah. Also, like, the amount of times women have to have that conversation with people versus the amount of times that conversation goes well, it isn't a really great, like, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Balance on that. Yeah, uh, great percentage, great comparison. I don't know. You know what I mean. It goes badly all the time. So I can't exactly fault her for being like, well, fuck it. This is maybe the easier option to just cut ties if if that was the case, which again, with no context, we don't really know. Yeah, so I would say maybe work on your chill a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, maybe don't invest a ton of effort and resources, like mental and emotional resources into people you meet online. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if it if it seems platonic, like again, I don't know what the nature of the relationship was, but something tells me this was probably someone who was having a good time chatting with someone new, and you might have crossed a line or got a little too attached. Mm-hmm. There's also a thing that's like it's one of the reasons why I rarely add people I don't know on, as like friends and stuff on when I'm playing online gaming and stuff, uh, because it's like sure i enjoy playing with you for the time that i played with you it's like but the likelihood of me wanting to do that again very very slim yeah a lot of the times for me if i'm on if i'm playing anything it's i either very specifically want to play with the friends i know uh you know you dane adam my brother like or i want to play by myself yes there's there's very 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 actually there's never a time where i want any kind of stranger like there's times where i've played like you know nine games with some rando who seemed cool and maybe we chatted maybe we didn't and they added me and i'm like fuck it why not and i've never played with any of them again i've even like accidentally clicked on like join party or invite them when i've meant to invite you or whatever and i turn off my playstation (laughs) i've done that like three times and they've never done anything wrong I just I just don't want to have awkward chats with a random person. You know what I mean? It's like it's my Zen yeah. time. Um, I, I'm being deadly serious. I've done that at least three times. And yeah, then like whoever I'm on with is like, where are you? I'm like rebooting. Hold on. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things where it's like, especially like on Discord, where like they can usually like unless you're going invisible, which if you're on a social site like Discord, you kind of don't want to be invisible specifically to talk with like your other friends or appear offline or whatever. But like if every time they go online, you're hitting them up being like, Hey, let's watch a movie. Hey, let's do this. Hey, let's do that. Let's talk for eight hours. It's like, sometimes they don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And if every time they went on, you sort of bombarded them with the, the need to be a part of whatever the hell they're doing. I would, I would unfriend you too. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. So Look, obviously you, because a lot of people would be in situations like that and at no point ever consider their own kind of input. They would be like, this person sucks or like, fuck them. You know, they wouldn't go like, hey, was I creepy? Did I overdo it? So, hey, good start. I would look at what you did. Try to be as, you know, unbiased as possible and like try to like legitimately see were you doing too much? Were you creepy? Were you weird? Were you overbearing? You know, just just think about it. And if you were, fuck it. You learned, you're going to move on. The likelihood of something developing from this random Discord chat, like, is admittedly quite low. So it's not like you really fucked up there. You know what I mean? I think the odds were against you for anything more meaningful than the occasional chat. Um, But it's a lesson for, for moving on. And like, you know, unless you did something terrible, you're not a bad person. And also, you don't really know what the context was on the other side of things. So there's a lot of reasons to be more forgiving to yourself. And there's some opportunities to learn. 
So take them both, you know, don't beat yourself up, but don't just blindly give yourself a pass, you know, look at what you did, see if you can do better and and move on and, and don't beat yourself up. Yeah, 100%. Um, do we want to move into Tinders or mm-hmm. do you want to hit me with one more quick question? Yeah, you know what? I was actually kind of feeling us just moving into maybe it's a quick episode. Who knows? All right, let's do some tenders. All right. Before we finish up our show, uh, we like to peruse Tinder and other online dating profiles that either I've found on Tinder myself as I swipe as fuck buddies, or uh, we get sent in from our lovely listeners. We comb the profiles for red flags. We discuss what works, what doesn't work in an effort to, one, uh, laugh at them, and two, Make your online dating profiles a little bit better, a little tighter. Make you a little more successful. You got one for me? You got a spicy one? It's not spicy. I, I just enjoyed it. This is Chelsea. She's okay. 23. She says, 5'4", but 8'4 on stilts. <laughs> Please tell me that's it. That's it. Oh, that's very good. I like it. That's it's very good. It's a nice, real, like, you know, everyone's always talking about, like, oh, but this height and heels... Mm-hmm. And it's it just threw me for a loop because I I was immediately going to scroll past it because I assumed it was going to be like some fresh bullshit my, my height in in heels or my height in whatever. But then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's that's actually pretty funny. So this is a now, ten for me. Does she have a picture of her in stilts? She doesn't, unfortunately. It's going to be a nine for me for that reason. She lost a point there. Good try, but get get that stilt pick. Okay, this is Becca. Work in fashion logistics, enjoy true crime, ukulele, ultimate frisbee, scotch, knitting, cigars, outdoors, all the food. To be honest, probably won't message first. Spent all my relationships making the first move, so I'm okay with a switch. Don't check in here often, so if I don't reply right away, don't take it personally. Hmm. Okay. I don't, like, I kind of understand the whole fucking, like, not going to reply first. I get it. Really? But like, I, I think but it's, here's the thing is like, it's so unnecessary to say because one, yeah, nine most, times out of 10 on online dating, women are so inundated with matches that like, I feel like you really got to do something for someone to message you first. Yeah. And on top of that, it's like, it's weirdly bitter and like, also kind of sounds like, like this girl's basically slamming her, her luggage on the table and being like, I've got baggage. Yeah. Here's all my baggage. All my relationships have made the first move, so I'm okay with the switch. It's like, that's not a, I made the first move, and then the rest of the relationship was equal. That's a, I'm making a switch from putting in effort, it sounds like to me. <laughs> yeah, that's you know fair. I mean? That's, yeah. Like, it's not that she made the first move, and then the rest of the relationship went fine. I assume it's like she was always the one putting in effort, and she's basically telling me she doesn't want to put in effort anymore. I'm sorry. No. That's a four. A five. I'll give it a five. I like the first, uh... The first paragraph. Yeah, it seems. Yeah, I I'll give it a four because it would probably turn me off. <laughs> this is Steph. She's twenty two. She just says, "Gaslight me." <laughs> okay, and Let's let try. me tell you the the pictures she's provided make it very hard to tell if she's joking with with nothing else but that. All I can give it is a five because I'm confused. Maybe a four because it's it's a little it's it's might maybe funny, I guess. Although, why is she joking about gaslighting? I don't know. It's a four. Yeah, I'm going to give it a four as well, because gaslighting is a pretty serious problem, especially on online dating. So I don't think yeah. we should really be joking about it. Like if there was more to the joke, if there yeah, was a like, punchline, maybe that's the but thing. Like, it's, right it's like now, she's reaching for humor, but never really. I don't know. It, it's just like I, I was like. I think the initial pos- any positivity I had was like because I was waiting for something else. I was like, okay, like there's some kind of playfulness going on here, and then there's nothing else. And now I'm like, oh, it's it's not good playfulness. I don't think. I don't know. No. Yeah. So it's, it's a four. Yeah. Same. All right. This is Amanda. Excuse me. Oh shit. I mean, this is uh, <laughs> um um the run my own business, business marketing, old soul hippie vibes, fart emoji. Ambitious, money emoji, no hookups, non-smoking, will not date a smoker, stop sign emoji. You, don't rely on fast food and can cook. Spirituality, do you avoid emotions? Lover and not a fighter. Ambitious, educate yourself on world matters. Educated or self-educated. 
don't care about brand name clothing. Kind to others, don't lose control, but you can accept you have emotions. Really, really digging their heels into the emotion category, huh? Hmm. If also, you don't cry on the first date, you're dead to her. Wait, did she say that? No. Oh, okay. A- <laughs> I was like, did I miss that one? <laughs> do you avoid emotions, Dane? Yeah, I do, yeah. I try to play it as straight face as possible. It's true. I've never seen you crack a smile. I've never seen you cry laughing about cutting a flamingo's neck off garden shears. <laughs> don't get me started. That probably um, sounds terrible out of context. It was uh, Cards Against Nope, don't say anything else. Damn I'm it. cutting that out. Okay, it's your funeral. You're going to get canceled. Hell yeah. It's too much. Also, can we can we please... It's not a fart emoji. I'm pretty sure it means weed. <laughs> Maybe. I <laughs> think it's a fart, though. Uh, you not- know what? I actually thought it was like, you know when a cartoon runs away and there's like a dust left behind them? I yeah. thought it was that emoji. And I just was calling it a fart emoji for, for fun. But no. that doesn't make any more sense, does it? I think it's like like exhaling smoke. Can you not tell everyone how uncool I am right now? No, I'll, you've, you've all been the doing it for like a year. All the, I know, but you're telling them. I've told you before. All the TikTokers are like, mm, I didn't listen though, did I? <laughs> you never do. Give me a rating for this. I mean, like, I don't mind the sentiment of of encouraging men to be more emotional. I just don't think this is done well. So I'm going to give it a five. Yeah, like it kind of almost sounds very threatening. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's a difference between like, oh, I'm cool with men having emotions and like show your fucking emotions, you know? On top of that, it's like the only thing she puts down by herself is business and ambitious and no hookups and won't date a smoker. It's like, I don't know anything about you. You know what I mean? Like those are the most boring shit. Like you're ambitious. Great. Who isn't? You ran your own yeah. business. What business? You know what I mean? That's, like that's what you got to ask her. I Messes guess. me anything and I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, this is Amber. I'm giving her the five. Oh, Amber. Okay. If you can't laugh at yourself, I probably will. It's tough being a single mom or so I'm told. Well, I wouldn't know. I don't have kids. <laughs> is that it uh she also says let's get pizza okay you know what that, that's that could be a 10 for me i it's a 10 for me i when i read it i was like ha it like it actually it made me it made me do my you know reading to myself exhale i like it yeah no that, that's good also it's probably a pretty smart self-defense mechanism because i'll bet there's guys who saw that and are like oh i just swiped immediately yeah. So like you're weeding out some assholes while reeling in people who aren't as much assholes. Uh, yeah, 10 for me. Are you ready for Sarah? This is my last one. I'm honestly just looking for a kind, healthy man who will try to break my body in half using his penis. Damn. <laughs> okay. okay, Sarah. <laughs> she's going for it. You know what? I think it's funny. I think it's clear that she's a, a little bit of a freak. I'm yeah. going to give that a 10 as well. That's a 10 for me. I laugh my ass off. Yeah, that's that's real good. <laughs> uh, this is Ben. Hell yeah. I think you're going to like this one. Okay. I, it's pretty much encompasses what it means to appeal to Niall. Gemini Nightmare. Lover of obscurity and things with hooves. God. Is that it? That's it, baby. That, oh, like that. Ugh. If If there was like a spell that created like a dark miasma of my my worst fears it would probably be that they are my gemini nightmare (laughs) yeah that's a that's a minus six now let's let's stop and think not horses aren't the only things with hooves yeah but like it's still weirdly specific yeah if i was like love things with tongues that'd be creepy but goats are pretty cute goats are pretty cute yes and they have hooves don't they i'm pretty sure they it's still a weird thing to say. What about <laughs> yeah. things with feet? You know what I mean? What about things not, with, with fins? Not crazy about them. Has <laughs> no no feelings or doesn't like them. I guess. Uh, it, it's it's also so... It doesn't tell you anything about Ben. Ben, I want to know more about you. What do you mean it doesn't Gee, tell don't... you anything about Ben? It tells you everything you need to know about Ben. He's a Gemini nightmare. He loves obscure things. And he loves things with hooves. Ah. Uh, it's a minus six. <laughs> I like here's the thing. I want to give it a 10 because I think it's fucking hilarious, but I'm also going to give it a one because anyone who describes themselves as a Gemini nightmare, mm-hmm. I don't want any part of. It is. I will say it's probably one of the most 
evocative things I've ever read on a Tinder. <laughs> so I looked up Gemini Nightmare on Google. And the first thing, people also ask, why are Gemini so scary? <laughs> I guess that's a thing. Is Gemini a dangerous sign? Are Gemini's the craziest? Uh, what sign? Oh, wait, what sign does Gemini hate? <gasps> they hate Sag. That's me. I'm it also Sagittarius. Are you? No, you're not. Yeah. Yes, I am. I thought you were a Capricorn. No. Hmm. Sagittarius, baby. No wonder we're both so powerful. Right? <laughs> Minus six. Yeah, I'm giving it a one. This is my last one. Okay. Hit me. This is a good, it's a good crop. Trevor's going to round it out. Did you say Trevor? Trevor. Okay. I'm a regular guy looking for my best match. I like going to the gym, hiking, running, swimming, beach days, tea travel, which I think is just a typo, or not. I don't know. If this dude's traveling for tea, can I join him? This sounds delightful. Well, it's the letter T. Oh. Maybe that's just what he calls Trevor, or travel because his name is Trevor. Yeah, I'm also worried that it's some kind of like obscure online slang we don't know about and it's going to have Maybe. darker meanings. Yeah, because if that was the case, he would also like going to the tea gym and tea hiking. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I think that goes. Anyway, he likes dinner, movie or dinner out, movies and spending time with my family and friends. Also, I'm Philip, not Trevor. Ooh, you know what? I like that because it's it's got a twist like all He's- good plots should have fucking zagged on you oh it's definitely not t travel though if his name is philip right i just wanted to like really nail it home that his name was Trevor. yeah damn i do love so many people doing that like remember the one person whose name was ray and not rat (laughs) that's the thing is like i don't remember if i entered my name into or if it connected to facebook still because before it was like it connected to your facebook yeah Right. So and then mm-hmm. it pulled like the, the details off that. So it's like, are you telling me your Facebook on Facebook? Your name is Trevor, but yeah. your name is actually like what game are you playing on Facebook? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. It's I, it's a very common thing, especially with like the amount of profiles that I've been like going into. A lot mm-hmm. of people are like, that's not actually my name or that's not actually my age. Yeah. Guys, how are you fucking this up so badly? You know what? Know. The age thing, it could be like if they were young and they lied to say they were 18 to join. And now they're like, you know, two years older than they were mm, 10 years ago. Maybe. But but the name, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to give it a six because it's a little bland. And I don't know why. I've never liked when people are like, I'm actually this age or my name is actually this. Even though it was very funny in this situation. Personally, it, it just it's like if you can't even get that right, what are you going to get right? Yeah, it makes me wonder why you have a different name in the first place. Like, mm-hmm. do you want to know why they didn't fix it? Why? Takes more than twenty seconds. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening, friends. That's going to do us for this week's fine installment of our here show. Pretty bold of you to say it was fine, unless you're like, it, it was fine. I'll never tell. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. We love having you. It's almost been a year, probably has been about a year since we it did an in-person recording, right? We're getting close. I don't, I think we... Maybe one more recording? Yeah. Because in we... two weeks, that was when, when shit kind of went down. Yeah, St. Patty's Day is when we all locked down. So yeah, yeah probably would have been about that. Yes, yeah, it's been a, a year of remote recordings. Also, a year of still no missed episodes. 127 episodes straight, no gaps. Yeah, that's... Kind of crazy. I never thought we'd do it. When we said at the start, we we're like, we're never going to miss an episode. Well, now touch wood. But yeah. it, it's wild to me that we're still going. So pretty good streak. Go even us. If, Go even us. if something does happen, a 127 episode streak is got to be some sort of record. Yeah, let's take next week off. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> uh, we're not, not taking next week. No, we're, we're not we will be that. here. Uh, same time. Same RSS feed. Same boys. Maybe I'll be a different boy. You can't tell me what to do. Uh, my name is actually Trevor. <laughs> and I'm Philip. I'm going to tea travel down to your fucking closet. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going to breathe my suspect air all over it. And who knows? Maybe that's why we'll miss next week. Yeah. And I'm going to blow my nose on your shirt. Oh. Anyway, if you want to get in contact <laughs> with us and send us a question or even just say what's up, uh, similar to the hit commercial from the 90s, Budweiser, and like just what's that? What's that? that's a good podcast from the past, right there. 
you can find us on various means of social media. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash FCK Buddies Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at FCK Buddies Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at FCK underscore buddies. You can find us online at fbuddiespodcast.com, plentyofbeef.ca, or you can email us at fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com. Did you see I started uh, some beef with Plenty of Fish? No. So they they posted up being like, hey, just so you know, we're going to be going down for maintenance. And I was like, hey, just so you know, Plenty of Beef has never gone down. Well, and someone was like, wow, that's real cool. Dude. Like, how could you do that? And I just kept doing like the who me gifts. And it was great. <laughs> And then they were like, nicely played. Although, did they actually reply? They didn't, but some people got offended on their behalf. They knew not to mess with us. Beef, it's like rock, paper, scissors. Beef beats fish every day. 100%. Are you ready for uh, some some brief bad sex writing? I am, yes. Well, I'm going to pull a fast one on you, because instead I'm going to thank Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. Damn, you got me. When she'd stopped crying, Madeline composed herself before the mirror. Her skin looked blotchy. Her breasts, of which she was normally proud, had withdrawn into themselves as if depressed. What? <laughs> there you go. Is now, that it? That's now, all you you know, now you know if your girl's depressed. Oh, man. I was wondering why a man's boobs just kind of like disappear every now and then. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, yeah. when our cats show up, just boom, titties. Yeah. Or when she's startled and they blow themselves up in self-defense. Yeah. <laughs> they go horizontal like those lizards that like fan their, like the dinosaur that spits acid yeah, in Jurassic yeah. Park. That's that's how tits work. Just uh, oil clouds so you can escape. <laughs> My name is Dane. My name is Niall. Just kidding. It's Philip. And we've been your fuck buddies. <laughs> Why did you not say your last name? I don't the know. Truth. I panicked. It threw me so hard. Goodbye. Bye.